We want it bin. Morning, Jason. Morning, my friend. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, it was a week. Yeah. How's your wife? She's doing much better. That's yeah. Awesome. So I guess I'll do a quick wrap up of my crazy week. <laughs> yeah, man. I was, if you remember last week, I was driving up to Charlotte and, and the, um, that was a crazy day too, because the buck hoist wasn't working. That's the elevator that goes outside the building. Uh-huh. My, com- my company's building a skyscraper, kind of, it's not that tall, but Um, I did have to climb like 17 flights of stairs, which is actually closer to like 20 because of whatever, but it was exhausting. And so I finally get my video done and I get down to my desk and I find out that my wife is in excruciating pain and needs to be rushed to the ER and needs to get her um, gallbladder out. So I had to race home from Charlotte early and get to her and take care of the kids. And luckily I have my in-laws in town, so they took care of that, but then on Tuesday, or it was Wednesday, come home and there is water dripping in my garage from all of that rain we were experiencing. Uh-huh. The water was somehow coming through the roof. It busted down a uh, ceiling in my in one of the closets. So I'm just dealing with a lot this week, but my wife is fine. Awesome. <laughs> so, that's a long way to say it was a crazy week. A lot happened, but my wife is fine. Oh, that's she's, awesome. She's home. So did you uh, pick anything up this week? Yeah, I got a lot this week. Did you? <laughs> I actually did pretty good myself. How was your uh, May the 4th other than everything else? All the good. crap. Uh, after I came home from the hospital, I stopped at Publix and I got the stuff to make Yoda soda, which is green sherbet and Sprite. So the kids had Yoda soda. And then I bought a half gallon of milk dyed it blue added some vanilla so we had blue milk which is just basically vanilla milk dyed blue like i said but right better than the crap at galaxy's edge yep but i mean there was all that we'll get into it in the news i guess because there was the why am i having a dry throat all of a sudden <laughs> <coughs> hold on oh another happy landing um so yeah, there was all this stuff that happened on Hasbro Paul, so I'll get to that. But I did get a Leia Bespin Escape, which I forgot that I ordered from Hasbro like a year ago. Oh, geez. So I have that. So now I have two of them, but now I have trade bait for the June 5th toy swap. Yeah. I hate those pre-orders just because of that. And then the same thing happened with Bo-Katan. I didn't realize I pre-ordered her. So you get the, the six-inch Bo-Katan? Yeah. An extra one? Save that for me. Okay. I'll probably pick that up from you or whatever, unless you get some, you know. No, if you it's want, one, you can have it. Yeah, cool. I'll pick that up from you. Awesome. Yeah, I also got the I got two TVC childs, one for the Razor Crest when that shows up, and one for the card. <laughs> I also got the Tentative Four playset went on sale on Amazon for like thirty bucks on May fourth, uh-huh. which is was typically like fifty five bucks, sixty bucks. So I picked that up, and then finally, finally. 
Disney just dropped some new Starbucks Been There series mugs for Batu, Tatooine, and I think Endor. Right. So I picked those up. Nice. How about you? Oh, what all did I get? <laughs> Actually, the only thing I think I got was a Star Wars related was um, May the 4th. I picked up a Razor. Actually, there's a couple of things that uh, picked up the uh, Lego Razor Crest. They had it on a treasure truck for like 100 bucks. Wow. So my wife picked that up for me. She sent me an email or a text message. She's like, do you want this? And I was like, duh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then they also had a uh, contest on Instagram and uh, to win a Razor Crest. And I won it. <laughs> Wait, what Razor Crest? <laughs> the Lego Razor Crest. Oh, so you have two of them. So I have two Lego. I, I As soon as the second one gets here, I return one to, uh, to Hasbro. I mean, to Amazon, unless I find somebody. Save that for three years, you can like six, seven hundred dollars. Well, that's what I, I thought. I thought they'd be a little bit more, but uh, yeah, I thought they had discontinued them, but I guess they didn't or they re released them or something because I thought mm-hmm. they were gone for a couple of hundred bucks. But that's awesome, man. Yeah. And then I um, I also won uh, from Minute Fet on Instagram, won one of his contests. So I got a bucket, uh, which is a great looking bucket, but then I get it home it come it came in yesterday and i went to try it on and obviously i have a bigger head than i thought because it doesn't fit i'm sorry did the hasbro one fit the hasbro one fit i had to okay. take the the halo out of it but it fits i mean it's a little right. bit big on me and if i put padding in it i think i can get it to fit i know i can get it to fit better if i threw some padding in it but um yeah the hasbro one fits good so is this a custom yeah this is like, like a custom cast uh it's okay. actually like the dad bod fat the, the oh. repaint and uh i mean it's a cool looking helmet i'm really upset it don't fit because i was kind of working it into some cosplay a cosplay idea but oh well yeah that's good for you congratulations on yeah, winning those you. and i also picked up the uh retro i picked up a retro uh mando and the child i i, I walked into one of my targets that I, i've always had good luck at and uh wow. they had a full set there but i picked up the uh Cara Dune and the Krill for the club because yep. we needed it for a contest we're doing and I just picked up Amanda and the child for me because I couldn't justify spending, you know, buying it for something that, you know, it looks cool, but I didn't really want all of them. Yeah. I'm getting a little nervous because I pre-ordered those from Hasbro Pulse and I, I have no doubt that I'm eventually going to get it. It's just, you know, Entertainment Earth and Big Bad Toy Store have already shipped those out. They're appearing in stores and it's like, the window of finding a second set if I need to is, is getting shorter. Right. But I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It, it'll pop up. I, I don't know the retro stuff. I, I, you'll, it'll pop up. Some, somebody will have an extra set or something. Yeah. I'm sure I'm going to get it. Like I said, through Hasbro pulse, I have faith that they're not going to cancel orders. There hasn't been like any big mess ups yet with Hasbro pulse. So. I don't see why they would start now. I hope, knock on wood. Right. I don't think they will. They they got to keep that uh, their name, good name, going. But uh, speaking of retro stuff, this is kind of touching on the news. Unless you want to wait till the news, the uh, that retro fet. Yeah. Uh, pre pre production is I guess is what they're calling it. Fet. It's like yeah, retro. Yeah, pre production. I think that's right. Yeah. The one like they did with the Vader with all the different pieces on it. Yeah. Uh, Target sold out before it even went live. Yeah, it was sold out in two minutes is what I was told. Jeez, and I was I watching it on the Target site. I had it up. 
So I had my work computer up and I, I was able to pull it up on my work computer. But mm-hmm. then, and it said like, you know, pre-order and stuff, but I wasn't signed in. So by the time I would, <sighs> you know, place the order in my cart and then sign in and then give the credit card information, all that stuff. I just didn't think I would get it in time. So then I pulled it up on the app. And by the time I pulled it up on the app, it was gone. Yeah. <clears throat> That's sort of what happened to me with the uh, retro fat, the six inch from Hasbro Pulse, because I didn't know I had my wife's credit card with me. Mm. And I kept putting my name in it and it kept rejecting it. And by the time I figured it out and had it all fixed, they were sold out. So, yeah, I mean, that, July 26th, I'll be your 25th. I'll be banging on Target's door trying to get one of those things. <laughs> I have learned because with the when they did the, the Vader version, they kept re-releasing it. Um, so I just liked it on the Target app. And it'll if you just pay attention, it'll... Uh, let, let you get notify you when they restock it so if you're fast you can you, you could probably restock it i think if you're if you're diligent you'll be okay getting it but you're just gonna have to stay on top of it unfortunately yeah yeah it's an investment of time to try to get these things nowadays right but um yeah i, I plan on doing that I'll, I'll check the target app every day and then i'll go july 25th i, I heard that the retro darth vader's already shot up in price to like 100 bucks because now people want both of them right I, I sold mine for a hundred, like okay. six, seven months ago. So it's been a hundred for a minute. It's been between 70 and a hundred, depending on who buys it, okay. depending on the day. Uh, but it was one of those where I looked at it and it's like, I can get a hundred. The typical, when you're trying to buy something else or make room, you figure out it's worth triple what you paid for it or quadruple, you know, four times what you paid for it. So time to get rid of it. There's like 30 different variants. So people like to collect the variants of that figure, the Darth Vader one. So I just anticipate that with Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. And they're not even really, really prototypes because that's not how prototypes are made. It was just like the legs should be red and the arms should be purple and the body should be, you know, a different color. It's not like each mold is a different color. I've never seen a, a prototype like that. Right. Well, you know what they remind me of? Uh, I don't know, about 20, 30 years ago, Volkswagen did a, a golf like that where each panel was a different color. Mm. So it reminds me of that, that golf. Yeah. How's the meetup? The meetup was fun. It yeah. was fun getting out and seeing people and seeing Star Wars like that uh, outside. Your, your backyard set up nice. My wife was like, I want to do this in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was talking about like we could put a screen up on the deck, and she was getting excited about the ideas. Right, and then she's like, "Well, we have this, but it's screened in, I'm like, basically." <laughs> That's even better because then you don't have to deal with the mosquitoes. Oh, that was yeah. They weren't too bad, but my wife said she got eaten up a little bit. No, they get worse back there because of the creek. So come June, July, August, it's just we can't do that. It's it's something we have to do in the spring and then the fall. Um, just because of the, the mosquitoes. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's going to be too hot to do that come July anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyways, we're doing Back to the Future tonight. Awesome. I love that movie. I, and people, add, I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again, that the only reason Star Wars is, is on the forefront for me versus like Back to the Future is because just the amount of Star Wars stuff you can get versus Back to the Future stuff. Yeah. You know, I love both these movies, both sets of movies equally. Yeah. Marty McFly is just the teenager we all wanted to be. Yeah. Nothing gets him down. Every The world's just 
possibilities and opportunities. You just got to make it for yourself. Right. Yeah. Plus, I, you know, that was the movie that I remember that movie in theaters and stuff where Star Wars. I remember Return of the Jedi, but this, you know, that was like the coming of age movie, I guess, because, you know, I was what, probably nine or ten when that movie came out. Yeah. So it sticks with me better than than the Star Wars movies does. I distinctively remember I was five when that movie came out because I was 85. I distinctively remember going to the movie theater with my mom, my dad, my brother and my grandmother. My mom and dad went to go see Back to the Future, and my grandmother took me to see Bambi. And I remember looking up at the sign saying, but I want to see that movie. <laughs> no, I had to go see Bambi. Damn. I remember it so distinctively. But. That's sort of like the time when I was in New Orleans visiting my grandmother, and she wanted to go to a movie, and uh, I tried to take her to see Ted, and she's like, no, I'm going to go see the new Medea movie. So I had to sit through a Medea movie with my grandmother. <laughs> And then she looks at me and goes, that man and that lady, they sure do look alike. <laughs> and the director and the writer and the producer. They all look and alike. What's up with that? I'm the like, owner of the, the set. They all look alike. <laughs> like, because that's him. He's the same guy. And she's just, he's, oh, oh, he's so funny. He's a powerhouse. <laughs> that man could do anything. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, um, going back to my UPS package from that I was griping about last week that came yeah. in at seven and didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. It showed up yesterday afternoon. Wow. That's and then I figured I watched it go from from here, then it went up to Nashville, <laughs> then it came back to here, and then it like went in and out and in and out and in and out from a couple of different places. Uh, you know, I guess the same place. And I, you know, I, it just threw me off. I had no clue why it was doing that. And then when I get it, the lady who sent it to me didn't take off the original shipping label. So she reused a box and didn't take off her shipping label. The person who shipped it to her didn't take that label off. Oh, geez. So there were two shipping labels on the box. So I'm just thankful I got it. Yeah, I am too. That's yeah. not fun. No, and it's, it's a Mother's Day present. So it's like it had to be here before this weekend. Just in time. Yes thankfully it's all in 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 good shape and yeah mm -hmm. i offered to give it to her yesterday and she's like nope it, it has to wait <laughs> she likes to open her presents on christmas morning yes i do too it's it's kind of fun speaking of which i want to say uh to all the moms that listen happy mom's day yes happy mother's day it's all the padmes and leahs and mara jades mara jades yeah Happy Mother's Day. Yes. So we do some news? Yeah, let's do it, man. There's a lot going on this week, man. There it was is. a good week for Star Wars it, news. It was. I'll start with ICCC because they haven't announced the dates yet, but uh, Ian McDermott, the emperor himself, will be attending in 2022. That's pretty exciting. Uh, that's a big name for him. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be cool to kind of check that out. Um that might be the first time I'm like, I definitely need a uh, autograph or a photo or something like that. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting because I know when, well, at least he's a Star Wars guy because when William Shatner was up there, nobody really cared because we're all Star Wars people. Yeah. Do a Star Wars, man, and I'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> the fan vote is in and the Republic Trooper won. Do you think that's uh, rigged? I, I think so because it's just crazy how what was the last time they did this with the 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back? Lobot seemed to be 
in the lead. And then all of a sudden Luke Dagobah won. And all of a sudden they already had a, a prototype in production. I, I, sometimes I feel like they do like at the last minute fix it. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know why Ahsoka wouldn't have won. I mean, it's just, that's frustrating because it's a $700, $800 figure at this point. And I mean, it's just, that's out of my price range. Yeah, the only, that's the only thing I can think. Well, they, they don't care. They don't care about the quote-unquote scalpers. Um, you know, they do this stuff so that the people can't scalp it, but I don't know. I don't know why they would have not let Ahsoka win, but whatever. Yeah. I, I, I definitely <laughs> I feel it's rigged because, uh, you know, people wanted Wig, Wigway and to the Republic Trooper, I mean, unless people are going to army build them. Yeah, I mean, Republic Trooper... You could have an army of those guys, I guess. There's, it could be specialized troopers. I don't have one, so I'm happy that there's another hole in my collection I'll be able to fill. But, yeah, I'm disappointed Ahsoka didn't win because that's a lot of money. Yeah, and and I also want to go back from you went last week or a couple of weeks ago, whenever we whenever we talked about scalping versus the, the market. Yeah. We're seeing scalping right now because people are getting that retrofit and throwing on an eBay for a hundred bucks. Yes. So we, we're, we're watching scalping right in yes. front of us as we yeah. speak. Yeah, that's more than a hundred percent. So, yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous too. Same, Same thing with the razor crest. Yeah. How much is that going for right now? I haven't checked it lately, but I thought it was like $600 on eBay. Wow. Six, seven. <laughs> See, I, I don't necessarily, because they're not making anymore, so maybe that that's sort of a gray area. They still made like twenty eight thousand. There's right. ample time to get in that on that. Because I mean, we were talking about that at the meetup. If I really want a Razor Crest, I'm going to wait till they come out, and maybe wait another few months before people realize that you can't find them anymore, yeah. or they're all over the place rather. Yeah. And just you know, offer somebody you know four hundred bucks for it and see what happens. Yeah, it's not as as uh, uh, rare, I would say, as the sale barge. And the sale bar just jumped, man, because I, I remember at the last IC, like two ICs ago, somebody had a sale barge, and uh, I was really contemplating offering him retail for it because he couldn't get rid of it at $1,000, and now they're going for like 1500 to two, and people yeah. are getting it. I sold mine during the, the pandemic, but I think I sold it right on the, the front side of the bubble because mm-hmm. I, I didn't get as much as I could have today. Right. But I'm not complaining because I was able to buy that Black Series Boba Fett, the first one with the uh, Han and Carbonite. Oh, yeah. With that funds. And that was a piece that has been kind of, I've been wanting for a while. So I was able to pick that up because of selling the sale barge. So I'm not complaining. Right. <laughs> it's a beautiful piece. But uh, Hasbro did have their May 4th panel, I guess, Fan Fest. I don't know what you would call it. Um, on Monday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday was the fourth. And I, I just got frustrated because right out the bat, they, they come running out with the prototype Boba Fett, and I'm thinking to myself, repack. Oh. And I think I think that's a way to excite people. Like, hey, look at this new Boba Fett. But all I saw was just repack. And then they go into Echo. Echo was released in that three-pack. I, I can't remember if that was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive or what. But, I mean, I knew when they released the three-pack of clones that each one was going to eventually get an individual release because that's just how they do things. Then they announced that Jawa, which is essentially a repack. And it's just like, come on, guys. What's with all the repacks? It's like greatest hits of this and greatest hits of that. 
but <clears throat> I'm sure you're going to get there. But I think the greatest repack of the whole launch of May the 4th is the Mando helmet. Yes, I'll get there. <laughs> and I don't want to I don't want to beat the dead horse because it's like every every time they do this, I'm complaining about repacks. But it, I'm also seeing like these petitions to make these figures and demanding Hasbro make these figures for the Tanaka sisters and one of the sail barge guys that they haven't made yet. I'm thinking we need a petition to tell Disney to back the hell off of Hasbro. They have to be running that thing like they're the mafia or something like, you know, give us 55% of the profit. Right. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's Disney. Right? Well, because does Disney and Lucasfilm run independently. Well, Lucasfilm is now owned by obviously owned by Disney and they have to do what Disney says. There's probably profit margins they have to reach. I know Disney is forcing everyone to go green and cut on carbon. Mm-hmm. And they're doing that across the board for all of their stuff. So when money's involved, I mean, think about like how much it costs for a Coke. It's six bucks at Disney World. Five, six bucks. They're passing that. They're inflating costs anywhere they can do it to make the most profit. And of course, they're going to do that to action figures. And with the sale barge, at the the time the sale barge was sold, and I've said this before, they were doing a 20% what is it cut from all the the stuff um cut of the profit so anytime something was sold disney got 20 percent. so with the sale barge they got 100 bucks right off the top wow of that 500 bucks so i just think that disney's bleeding hasbro dry and it's just very frustrating because it's getting passed along to us excuse me i had a cigar last night so i think that's affecting me this morning and (laughs) now that i've said that people are going to be focusing on my voice and all the faults in it but hey my name is jason yeah maybe i'll just go in a java voice this morning oh, 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 oh. Naughty booter. <laughs> the uh gaming like for example the gaming greats flame trooper and night brother which are gamestop exclusives are 26 bucks and at one point these exclusives were paid for by the store with the idea that you would go in and maybe buy a video game because you're coming in for these action figures but it seems like now they're passing along the cost to make these exclusives to the to the customers so why not raise the cost of the the figures in the first place and you know tvc becomes a 17 dollar figure but we're getting all new figures right i don't know man yeah it's got to be something with lucasfilm and hasbro and because like i said last time man you know, Falcon Winter Soldier comes out on Friday. You have a new toy on Monday. Yeah. So something's got to be up with that. I'm going to get my complaints out of the way so we can focus on the positive. Do it. The other thing is that they keep beating this drum of the the original 96 figures. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, most of these, with the exception, for a majority of, majority of these were the 96. You had... Your Destra droid, your Endor Luke, and the Tusken Raider plus Tebow, which wasn't released this past week for pre-order, and then you had Jawa and Echo. So four out of the six were part of this '96 thing, and it makes me wonder if they're trying to race to put all the '96 figures out and then be done with the vintage collection. Maybe <clears throat> that's my worry because yeah, it's just crazy that 
they keep pounding that drum and you keep seeing all these repacks and reconfigured figures and although it's like a hundred thousand dollars to make those molds those aluminum molds right for figures it's just it's very costly and if if disney is you know putting their foot on hasbro's neck and suffocating them then and and we're getting more original figures with the black series so i just think that hasbro would prefer to do the black series i don't know if there's some sort of profit difference like disney takes more from the vintage collection than the black series well i, I think go ahead no I'm no done. i i, I, I think it's a, it's a it's a cost thing because they're getting 20 to 25 dollars for the black series versus the tvc they're getting 10 to 15 so they yeah. may be looking at it as a you know we're making 10 more dollars on the black series and it costs the same to produce it so let's make the black series and make more money. Which brings me to the final question that I have. And this is not meant to be a complaint because it sounds like I'm complaining. Maybe I am. But if we're honoring the Clone Wars, why not honor it with a continuation of that 3.75 line instead of the four six inch figures that they're releasing? Mm -hmm. Like the Clone War fans collected the 3.75. So why not add four new figures to that shelf? Right. Instead, we're just getting more more Black Series. So that makes me feel like Hasbro really wants Black Series to be the, the, the line that people care about. I mean, that seems to be what they're releasing because didn't they do a line on G.I. Joe? And when you look at all the X-Men stuff, yeah, you know, those are all, that's the line they're releasing. And maybe they think that's what collectors want, which I think some collectors want. I like the Black Series, you know, just because it's, it's a more, you know, to me, it's a more... Uh, got more accurate uh, is it points of whatever the movement or whatever articulation uh, articulation it's got more detail yeah uh but then again maybe i just haven't started looking at the the three and third quarter but in my mind and that's just maybe my i need to change the way i think it's weird seeing a three and three quarter figure with that much uh articulation and that much detail in it where mm -hmm. you know black series is just normal for me to see it but maybe that's just because i started you know i've been collecting black series since they came out and I just never focused on the three and three quarter. Cause that's always been vintage in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a legacy that they're carrying forward and they have to carry forward. Mm -hmm. I think they would lose a percentage of the collecting population. Right. If they, they abandoned that line. Oh, I think they would just now that the more I learn about it, the more, you know, I learned from you and the more I learn from uh, what this stuff Jerry did with uh, the guys that are doing the, the book. Yeah. Uh, Plug the book because I don't remember it. It's the TVC Archive edition book. You go to blue uh, b l u m i dot l k dot no, there's no dot com dot l k is the dot com. You can order all your stuff there. Right, but those guys, you know, learning from all that, it, it you know, you learn it that people are, are really passionate about that line. So yeah, they're gonna shoot themselves in the foot if they get rid of it. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> with <laughs> <Yeah>. that said. <laughs> and how are they going to make really awesome figures? How are they going to make ships unless they're going to make $100 Black Series ships that yeah. sit on the shelves for six months? Yeah, that's the nice thing about the play sets, like this Tentative 4 and the uh, Carbon Freezing Chamber and Jabba's Palace. Like, That's just going to be very costly if they went to, and did that Black Series. Right. <clears throat> Although I would love them to do a Black Series has lab with the cantina something right i that want a hammerhead huh i want a hammerhead a hammerhead black series, black series. i don't know yeah. why they haven't done that, that those style that style of figure but whatever uh 
maybe people don't, they think people don't want it. I don't know, but could you imagine a, a black series cockpit of the millennium Falcon, like a full size freaking millennium Falcon cockpit? That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, was it sideshow or gentle giant? One of them have done that with light up and stuff. It's wow. It's pretty awesome. I think it was like six scale or something like that. Jeez. But uh, as far as what was announced this week, Vice Admiral Rampart, which is from the Bad Batch. We haven't seen him yet in the first two episodes. There's the clone shock trooper, which we did see in the first episode. Those were Walmart exclusives. Walmart was not on their game. Come one o'clock on, on Wednesday, they weren't available. One was available for me at like 120. The other one was 140. <clears throat> and then there was the, the vintage collection Death Star droid, the vintage collection Endor Luke, and the vintage collection Tuscan Raider. They became available like off and on from like one to two. It was kind of crazy. Right. You have to stay on top of it. The uh, Death Star droid is not vac metalized, not like Hasbro's Transformers. Huh. Which which is more evidence that the budget is cut and they have to cut costs. Right. Because when you when you walk the shelves and you see the, the Transformers vac metalized with that shiny metal and then you just see the Death Star droid with the silver paint. It's like, obviously, they're cutting costs because there's no reason why you do it for figure A, but not figure B. Right. Endor Luke has a helmet that's sculpted on his head. I have no issues with that. I know some people do that. It's not removable, but we have 12,000 versions of this Luke, one with the helmet, one without. So whatever. Well, it's also kind of a throwback to the vintage because that indoor. Yes. That Luke, that helmet doesn't come off. Right. Then there's the Tusken Raider who's got a weird face sculpt. He kind of looks swollen, but. I still was able to get him. The Knight Brother and the Flame Trooper from Gaming Greats Black Stop. Those are from the Jedi Fallen Order game. Those look pretty awesome. That Knight Brother makes me want a Savage Opress right. figure. Because just looking at that. Those guys were awesome in the game. Those guys scared me. <laughs> to a point where I was just like, every time I'd walk into a section, I knew they were. They were very difficult villains to, to kind of get through. And that was... I'm glad that the, they made those figures, I guess. <clears throat> and then I was listening to another a podcast, and Jason from Yak Face pointed out that there's nine Rise of Skywalker Black Series figures, and then there's eight Jedi Fallen Order Black Series <laughs> figures produced so far. Jeez. Maybe because people want that Fallen Order more than they would do uh, Rise of Skywalker. Maybe. And I also saw a rumor, and this is treated as a, as a rumor, Jedi Fallen Order 2 comes out 2023. Wow, that's a long way away. Yeah, so we'll see if that's actually true or not. At this point, things shift and change. and I don't know what more we can say about the Retro Collection prototype Boba Fett that sold out in two minutes. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I just want it because it's Boba Fett, and when I saw it, it was sort of like, crap, take my money. There goes $15. Yeah. And then the non-exclusives, there was the Vintage Collection Tebow, which is an Ewok, obviously. There's the Off-World Jawa which the HasLab version of the Razor Crest comes with the Jawa leader, off-world Jawa leader, and he's got like a necklace around him. He comes with an extra egg, so there's two eggs. This one doesn't come with the necklace and, and comes with one egg, so I don't know. Utini! Utini! <laughs> and then there's the Arc Trooper Echo, which he looks really cool. The, the card back was awesome. <clears throat> they did a lot of detail on like the pauldron where they Give it texture, and so that's I'm okay with that. That's a cool one, right? 
and then there's the death watch helmet which looks cool but it's just like this is their fourth third or fourth time so there was the boa fett empire strikes back the white version the mandalorian version and now there's this death watch helmet and it's the same old four times over it's just okay guys we get it you're repacking things and trying to make trying to really i don't know what's the word i'm looking for trying to maximize your return on this mold right and and i don't i have a problem with it but i don't have a problem with it but i'd have a less problem with it if all they did was when they redid it for the for the white if they knew they were going to make five or six different helmets out of it, which, you know, as a Mandalorian fan, it's cool because I know people are going to buy them. They should have fixed the, uh, the, the sculpted in damage of the original Boba Fett helmet. Yeah. Because that's not fixed on any of these helmets. And it, 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 everybody gripes about it on the prototype, griped about it on the prototype because there's no damage, you know, it's a clean white helmet. Yeah. So that damage is carrying over from into the white one, into the repaint, the, the the dad fit and now it's into the uh death watch death watch yeah and they were explaining like in this version of the helmet the the viewfinder comes down i'm like guys we saw this four times we three times before we know what this helmet has yeah it's just they're... got a cool new paint deco yeah exactly i want them to do and i want them to do a sabine they made i don't think they will but yeah you never know rebels is coming to the forefront maybe if she shows up in ahsoka They'll make a, a a Sabine helmet, and then they need to do a, a Bo-Katan helmet. But you know, they that's the same mold. They can hit it twice. Exactly. That's that's how you get that kind of helmet is is to let Hasbro know, hey, you could use this three times. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> they can do three. Yeah, you're right. Because they can do Bo-Katan. They can do uh, saw, uh saw whatever the the wrestler's name was, and then they can do the Sabine. So they can get three helmets out of that mold. Exactly. It's just different different uh, paint applications yeah but yeah i think uh i think the bots affected that prototype boba fett too that that target exclusive mm-hmm. i gotta find a bot i gotta hire yeah. a bot how do you do you just make one or, or what how do you get a bot it's a program uh-huh. so you gotta go like i don't know if it's uh reddit or something and just say hey i need a bot to find me something and they'll give you the program you just run the program and enter your information so there's just like real quick click 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 and you got it Wow. I think we could be wrong. Right. And these are things we don't normally talk about, but I'll mention mention it. Gentle Giant had a two wrecker bus wrecker from uh the Bad Batch, which is probably one of my favorite characters so far. Mm-hmm. One with the helmet, one without, one was like an online exclusive, and there's a big big bigs dark lighter bust and a jumbo Darth Vader action figure kind of concept of, from Mount Ralph McQuarrie. That one looks drawings. pretty cool. Hot toy. So, go ahead. Well, no, because it's just got that blue and black, and it's too multicolored, so it's a different yeah. take on Vader. The helmet's a little different, too, than what we oh, got. Okay. Because it's got that thinner breathing area. like It's more like elongated, and there's sharper angles. and So it's a little different. Hot Toys had a 1-6 scale Echo and Quill from The Mandalorian, Echo from Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And then oh, it's more complaining. I think I'll skip that. <laughs> you can complain. Do, do it. Let's see. No, Target Target had all of their Star Wars stuff on May 4th for sale on sale for like 20, 25% off, but nothing was in stock. 
Yeah, <laughs> I love when that happens. It's just like, what the hell, guys? Why bother? Right. And then, and then, uh, Disney Plus dropped the two new shows of Biomes and Vehicle Fly Through on Disney Plus, so that you fly through the Millennium Falcon, and then you just like fly over Tatooine and different areas of the Star Wars universe. Did you check those out? I have not. I need to. I, I just haven't sat in front of the. If I'm, I've been. We we discovered the Handmaid's Tale, so I've been watching that oh. and then catching up on Bad Batch. And Handmaid's Tale is just so effed up. You just have to keep watching it. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I haven't checked those out. And I've been watching the freaking Mighty Ducks because oh, you I know, I, <laughs> huh? I haven't got there yet. It's good. It it it's one of those where it's a family show. I mean, it's good enough to where. You know, it's it's they did a good job. Ah, they did a good job with it because adults like it and the little kids like it too. You know, it's like yeah. everything Disney does. It's just a good little, a good show. Yeah, I'll get to it eventually. Maybe, I have a, a vacation coming up in a couple of weeks, so maybe I'll take some time to watch that. But then, um, but that biomes show where they fly over like Tatooine and stuff, it reminded me a lot of Soren. It was a lot slower though. Uh huh. But I was thinking, like, if we did Soren over Star Wars, that would be an amazing ride. That, hey, there you go. That's the new concept for the Batu ride. Maybe it's not as fun and as exciting as Rise of Resistance, but I mean, it would still be awesome just to fly over Endor. And you don't see Endor. You see, um, they start on Hoth, if I remember right. Oh wow! And it's almost like you're flying over it during the battle. You fly over uh, like the Jawas. At one of their stops, you fly over um, some Banthas. You fly over, I don't know if it's Owen or Luke flying in the land speeder. But then you get to the, the part, like, I think it's episode four of The Mandalorian, where he's helping those people on the planet from the pirates. And there's the ATAT, or the ATST with the red lights. Uh-huh. That thing, like, it's like a drone that just kind of circles around that village for like two or three minutes and you get to the point where it's like, okay, nothing's happening. I, I, I thought maybe the ATST would come out of the, the forest or something, mm-hmm. but that doesn't happen. The razor crest does fly by, but that's about it. But that's, that's cool. It's worth checking out once. Right. That's it. I, that's all I have for the news. Right. Um, the, uh, crap, the lightsaber. We saw, uh, I, uh, Oh, the lights, the working lightsaber. We saw that, and we saw that there was a special Leia and Luke lightsaber that was released at Disney Parks. Yeah, I think you can still get those. Uh, I, I think you can get them like pre-order. They sold out because they were there. They limited it to three thousand pieces at three hundred and seventy-eight dollars a piece. Yeah. Um, so they for the sold pair. for the pair. Yeah, right. And it, it's really cool because it's got a, a you know a case and a box. So the the, the box is kind of modeled after the box that Maz Katan has and I think maybe the one it's to recreate the last scene of Rise of Skywalker where Ray buries him and when you open it up it plays the Skywalker theme and it's just it's a cool box I don't know if it's worth $400 but I guess to have two you know a limited edition lightsaber it'd be cool uh, I don't know if they're going to re-release Leia's saber as a single because it, it's a badass looking saber um, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't think so. I think they were trying to, well, who knows? Disney tries to maximize profits. So. They didn't spend that much money just to make 3000 of them. Right. So maybe it'll show up in six months at the park and we'll be able to get it if we want. Yep. It. 
Um, but that, I mean, like I said, that lightsaber looks awesome. I just, I want to know what that blade's made of. And I want to know if you can actually swing it around or is it just igniting and that's all you do with it. Well, it's only in the hotel. So I'm, I'm thinking it's just part of that VR experience and that you can't take it home. Right. That's my, my thought that, that it's just, I think it damages too easily or something like that. That's just a guess. Yeah. And they would be upset if people took it home and then they'd have to start replacing things and parts and it's just better if it's just part of that experience, I think. Yeah. Well, and, and speaking of the Star Cruiser, did you see any of the uh, the uh, mock-ups of it? Was it mock-ups of... Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah, well, there was both. Yeah, there's part of the cruise that there's a oh, bar coming to one of the cruise ships. I want to go on that cruise just to go in that bar. <laughs> yeah. That cruise kind of shows how Disney's thinking right now because it was just like there's a, a beauty and the beast bar there's a star wars bar there's a marvel something or other it's just all ip based right but it's going to be cool because apparently that marvel experience is is it's dinner but it's totally interactive so i don't know what's going to happen during dinner but i guess it's dinner in a show so stuff's going to happen while you're eating dinner uh so it may be cool and, and uh that star wars bars apparently every it's going to dock wherever you know it changes every night so you're docked in front of or or above another planet and you'll get to see you know the different planets and yeah it it, it's that whole cruise ship it's going to be two or three years before you're going to be able to get get on it but uh, or afford it yeah or afford it because yeah they're doing two-story uh suites in there yeah it's crazy it's going to be ridiculous because a normal disney cruise is three or four thousand dollars for, for two people because i tried book i almost had the wife convinced because her uh 40th is coming up in july and we before covid we were seriously looking at going on a cruise and i was trying to talk her into disney and everybody who has ever been on a disney cruise are like yeah it's disney but it's top notch you know you can do the disney stuff or you could not do the disney stuff but they gonna treat you you know yeah like royalty when you're in there Nobody walks away from a Disney cruise feeling like they had a bad experience. Right. So speaking of cruises, the Star Cruiser gets pushed to 2022. Yeah. Which again is probably probably, <laughs> probably priced out of that one too. Yeah. I want to at least show me how much it's gonna be because I keep seeing all this stuff and you know, you're seeing the concept art and you're seeing more and more about it. And it just it it you know, as a Star Wars fan, I that's what I was hoping Galaxy's Edge was was going to be. Is this what the Star Cruiser is looking like? It's going to end up being uh, right. the one thing that I saw that uh, kind of got me a little bit perplexed is now they said fans are encouraged to cosplay. So does that mean mm. you don't get the uniform when you walk in anymore, or you're going to have to bring your own cosplay? How are they? You know, did that something change? Yeah, that's a good point because you were supposed to be issued some sort of clothing uniform. Right which is part of the experience that you could take home. Oh, wow. You got to take those home? I thought so because they're not, I don't know. I thought that was part of the experience. Don't quote me. Right. Because my mind is not as strong as it once was. <laughs> but I thought that was part of it. I don't, I, I still want to do it, but I, it, it's going to be one of those where it's going to be where you can spend two days at the cruise or you can spend a week at Disney. Well, it's so. like a two, three day experience at Disney. Right, right. But you're locked in that star cruiser for two days. Yes. And then and you, you get, move off property and or not off pro- out of that hotel and go to another hotel for the rest of your time. Right. But I thought, 
No, I thought that they were going to give you clothes so that when you go into Batuu, you're still kind of in that environment, that Star Cruiser environment. You're still playing out those roles or the missions or whatever they give you. That was the plan. And yeah. and, and when they said encouraged to cosplay, that kind of threw me off a minute because that was sort of the big draw. Like, you you know, right. you were supposed to be get a uniform. You were supposed to hear some clothes. You know, you, you dress Star Wars for two or three days. Because you can't show up as boba fett or stormtrooper or darth vader and then walk out in a bit too they're not going to let that happen right unless they just know all oh, these are vips and i don't know I, no no telling these people but... are paying fifteen thousand dollars a night they can dress like whatever they want right <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll see and then speaking now we're while we're on galaxy's edge they released mm-hmm. some new merch uh, they did their do uh, the plush figures. They did a Darth Maul, a Jar Jar, and a Doc Ondor. Hmm. Yeah, and they did a Blue Loath cat, and they did a Meerkat. And apparently now there's Dio is available at the Droid Depot as like a pre-made droid. Oh, okay. And they uh, did. Uh, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> That's my Dio impersonation. <laughs> and go, 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 great. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> and they all—they oh, didn't announce this, but there's a mug that was sitting with them that looks like a it has, that has a Mythosaur skull on it. So right. I don't know if that'll be a, I don't know what's going on with that mug. They didn't say anything. It's just sort of sitting in the background. So I may have to go figure out what that drink is and, and buy one. I'd be interested in that Doc Ondor stuff plush thing. Yeah. They also released that R two R N A. W R2 rainbow for uh, pride week or pride month at Disney. It's an yeah. R2 droid. That's got all the colorful colors of the rainbow on them. Yeah. The, the pride stuff was strong with Disney this week too. Yeah. They were releasing a lot of that. So that's it for news. I think. Yeah. I have a quick market watch. Do it. Last week you asked for the price of an animated wicket. And depending on, you know, the, the, the eBay, um, auction you find it's between $308 and $345. All right. And then I did a Power of the Force Boba Fett from what 2000 no 1996 and he's going for about 650 to $13. But I did see that there was the half circle variant so his his gloves had like black dots on it and there's a couple variants with half circles instead of full circles and that was selling for about $35 which had I known, I would have bid on that because I need that one. That one started my carded collection. That was once valued for like $75. So I just assumed it'd be like in the $150 range. But seeing it for $35, bucks, i might try to watch that. Right. I'll just watch eBay, man. It'll pop up again. Uh, let's see. CW44, which is Ahsoka. And a lot of people think that's the definitive version of Ahsoka. That's selling for about $208 to $250. Mm. Comparatively... CW45 Anakin, which is the next one in that line, he's selling between $15 and $30. Well, but, everybody I mean, loves her some Ahsoka. Yeah. But there's also a CW45. It's a white box. It's Palpatine in uh, Clone Wars kind of aesthetic. He's selling for $138 to $250. Whoever got that $138, it seemed like it was a pretty decent quality box. So they got a steal for that, that Palpatine. Nice. A min on card, 77 back Emperor sold this past couple days between $80 and 177 That $80 one seemed like it had a very yellow bubble on it. Mm-hmm. And then 
Oh, the other thing that happened, um, Amazon dropped that there was more Galaxy of, of Adventure figures. There was a two-pack with the Mandalorian and the Stormtrooper. Right. So I picked that up. It was nice. only 15 bucks, but um, I went back and looked at Ahsoka because I didn't get that one, and I thought maybe I can grab one from Entertainment Earth. Not anymore. <laughs> and she's selling for about 40 bucks. Wow. So that's, that's the market watch for this week. Yeah, I, I thought about picking up that if I'd have known, if I'd have seen that that two pack for fifteen bucks, that that's a good deal because when I saw it, it was twenty. But I also looked a couple of days afterwards. Yeah, so that's that's the news, that's the market watch, and that's the weekly report. Awesome. How long Let's, have we been on here for? Yeah, we're at fifty minutes, dude. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even talked about the bad batch. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about the Bad Batch real quick. I mean, I don't. We don't have to do a shot for shot re, redo of it, but okay. I mean, how? What's your 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 thoughts on it? I mean, I, I the first episode I loved. Uh, the second well, episode was sort of like a filler to me. But let's talk about the yeah. first one first. Um, Yo, let's say first of all that we're talking spoilers. Yes. And fan theories. I have a big theory, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone. And if I, and if what I have to say is true. I think uh, it'll affect the rest. I think it'll affect the twist in the show. Let's hear it. Well, we'll I'll say okay, it for towards the end, so people. Okay, can cool. Yeah. But I thought I thought episode one was amazing. Yeah. Did you, how long I, did it take you to realize who that young Jedi was? Uh, Thirty seconds. <laughs> I that. had to Google it. I, was, I heard as soon as I heard, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, and then he lit up that lightsaber, and I'm just like, oh, goosebumps! It. Well, yeah, I knew from the uh, what's her name, Depa. Bilaba, mm-hmm. who's the Jedi Knight, who who was uh, Caleb Dune's Padawan tr- learner, trainer, whatever you want to call it. Right, him. his master, basically. His master, yeah. I knew who who was coming when I saw her. We've also saw that in the Kanan comic. I just spoiled it, but yeah. So that was yeah. Kanan Jarrus, and we also <laughs> saw this scene play out in the Kanan comic, kind of similar, but the Bad Batch wasn't there. Right. And people were kind of griping about that. I was reading an article about how they retconned it. Uh, but it is what it is. Who cares? Good Star Wars is good Star Wars. Shut up and enjoy it. Exactly. But yeah, that was that was fun. That was a pretty good nod. It, the voice kind of threw me off a little bit. My wife even said, she's like, that's not that's not the right voice for Kanan. Well, it's Freddie Prince Jr. He was just trying to, I'm just trying to do it up here. I'm still young. <laughs> it but was it's just bad. Like, yeah. Wow. At least they got Freddie Prince. I, it was so bad. I didn't even realize that was him. <laughs> it was him just trying <laughs> to be young. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, that whole scene set up not only the show, not, not, I mean, not just that episode, but the entire show. And I'll get to that in a little bit, but I love the relationship between, I love the, I loved how, we're now in a broken universe that everything has changed and it affects every single character. And there's a real sense of loss. Yeah. Um, Loss for what was loss for the brothers, brothers, because the clones kind of considered each other brothers. Um, What are you going to say? No, I'm just agreeing with you. It's cool. I I really, because I really enjoy seeing order 66 from the other points of view that they've been showing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that they showed it in the season seven of Clone Wars and now they're showing it again in Bad Batch and you saw it in Jedi Fallen Order. I enjoy seeing the the individual uh, effects of Order 66. Yeah. 
there's also the loss of the clones. And what I mean by that, each clone, when they first came out of the quote pot, they kind of looked exactly alike. And then they try to differentiate themselves by giving themselves names, fives, echo, Rex. They have different hairstyles. They, they try to be, they have different deco on their armor. They try to be different. They try to be separate so that they have a, a unique voice that they're not all just, you know, the same person. They try to be individual. And when Order 66 came along, it erased everything. So there was some loss there as well. Right. They're all, you know, just drones. They're, they're basically the new battle droids. Yeah. I did notice that, that it did seem like when they were in uh, Camino, they all were, you know, same haircut. Now they, then that definitely now they're all clean. The uniforms are all clean. Uh, yeah. I noticed that. One detail that I did pick up after Order 66. Um, when they do return to Camino, all of the Bad Batch are walking the hall without their helmet on, except for crosshairs. Oh, I missed that. Or I didn't pay attention to it, but yeah. Yeah, he's still wearing his helmet like the rest of the clones for a specific reason, obviously. It's right. Foreshad foreshadowing the choices he makes. Yeah, I did think that was, I don't know if you want to skip ahead to that or... It, I don't know because you only seen them. You've only seen them for like three episodes in in the seventh season of uh, mm -hmm. Clone Wars. So I think it's kind of setting up for something. It's setting up for something big, and maybe it'll be a you know come back to the right side or whatever. Because now they're start they were starting to talk about the chip and everything. So maybe they'll figure stuff out and maybe bring him back. But yeah, it's definitely setting up for something. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care about the Bad Batch in Season 7 of the Clone Wars. And I think it was more because I'm like, all right, let's just get to the Ahsoka Mall stuff. Yeah. And it was just like filler, maybe time filler to get to that. And I'm just whatever. I mean, some of that was fun. There was a couple couple scenes in that that those that arc that was fun. But and when, when this came along, I'm just kind of like, all right, let's see what this is about. And then I got into it right away. I thought it was very rich storytelling. I love the dynamics. I love how Hunter and Crosshairs kind of go further apart with each other as the story progresses. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're supposed to be brothers. They're supposed to be a, a well-oiled machine collectively, and that's just not the case anymore. Right. Well, that's because Crosshairs still thinking, you know, following orders, and he doesn't understand it. But, uh, yeah. you know, and, and, and going back to him just following orders – it makes you realize they did a really good job of uh, showing why Kanan hated clones. Cause you know, he uh, Hunter's trying to save him whereas mm -hmm. crosshair is like, I'm going to kill him because that's what I'm getting told to do. Right. He doesn't know who he can trust. Right. And, and then, then him I've jumping, the, and then him jumping that lev that ravine was, was awesome. Yeah. I loved the uh, speech from episode three the emperor yeah. they used like the exact same clip from that they were just showing a different point of view of all the clones watching it and i just i love that i love how the imperial march comes on as soon as they say the first galactic empire there, all, yeah. the, all the clones cheer that except clone force 99 yeah they, they don't know what's going on yeah um, we meet omega yeah i guess you got to say it with the uh New Zealand accent. Omega. <laughs> Have you seen the memes of her grown yes. up? And it's basically yes. the Tamara Morrison with a blonde wig on. It's hilarious. 
this is just awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, we meet Omega, who is the fifth. We learn that there's five enhanced clones, and Omega is one of them. Um, I loved, I loved how Tarkin, Tarkin is there essentially to shut down the program. But he sees some potential in them, but he needs to test their their potential. So they go to that training facility, which we've seen before in the Clone Wars. And they, they're so effective that Tarkin they're so effective at the uh the obstacles that were put in front of them that Tarkin's like, all right, let's use live rounds and they pull out some dark troopers. Was that dark troopers? Yeah, it's the early versions of the dark troopers. So nice. we've seen the Mandalorians more enhanced, stronger, because it's more difficult to destroy those dark troopers. Uh-huh. I mean, they were trying Mandalorian was trying really hard to beat the one. Right. So you have you have four enhanced clones that kind of take these guys out, no problem. But yeah, those were dark troopers. You can tell by their face. Okay. I'll have they're to rewatch dark, it and pay attention. Yeah, they're dark troopers. But that was kind of cool to see Tarkin test them physically. And because they lived, he's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna break them now. We're gonna send them to find some refugees that he needs to take out that call them like rebels. He didn't call them rebels. Because I don't know insurgents, what they insurgents. Insurgents, yeah. Yeah. Um, because I don't think they know what to call them yet. Right. And then it, it's they are rebels. Right. Oh, and then you hear that voice. And I was just like, son of a Saw Guerrera? Yeah. Yeah. When you hear Saul's voice, you're like, damn. Yep. That was cool too. But it did feel like we're gonna try to I don't know. It felt like it, this episode was longer than it needed to be yeah and it felt like this was like a detour from the plot a plot even though it's all related and stuff it just felt wrong i don't know i don't know what i'm saying forget it but anyways it was still fun to see young saw and it was fun to see hunter kind of make the choice that no this is wrong i'm not going to kill innocent people he's not you know following orders he's not he's not programmed the same as other clones so he's obviously not what tarkin was looking for right and then, yeah, we uh, we learned that Omega is a special clone, but we don't understand why just yet. I, I want to know who, who she is. People, um, who was a fan theory? I, I forgot. I, I'm interested in that. Uh, who do you think? Right, I can't think we... of who I think she is right now. Omega? Yeah. So here we go. Here's my <laughs> th- fan theory. She is a Force-sensitive person. Mm-hmm. That the Kaminoans were, and were they were trying to push maybe the limits of what they can do, and for somehow they were able to get her to be force sensitive because she sits down next to Crosshair at one point, and she says, "You're angry." Um, she can sense that he's angry. Um, I, I just think that she's force sensitive. The um, Empire had trouble cloning the Emperor. And having him have force abilities, which I guess is explained in the Rise of Skywalker book, mm-hmm. that Ray's father did not have. Um, he was a clone of the Emperor, but he did not have the power, the, the force sense. He didn't have the the ability to manipulate the force. Mm-hmm. So the Emperor's have the Empire's having trouble with that. That's part of the reason why I think they wanted the child, is to try to figure out how to make that work. Um, because they had trouble cloning to the point and, and when you go to 
Exegol, you see that vat of all those Snokes, and those were all rejects because they didn't have the Force sensitivity. You're right. And so I think that the Kaminoans are expert cloners, and they were able to figure out how to make a Force-sensitive clone, and I think that's what Amiga is. When you go back to that first scene of Episode 1, it's, it's Hunter making a decision about a Padawan. Do I let this one go? Do we follow orders? Um, he, he decides to let it go and help it get away. Um, he's protecting it. And I think that's setting up the entire arc of this, maybe season one, that Hunter is protecting a Force-sensitive child. Right. Do we really want to see that again, though? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, if it works, it works. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, somebody, God, I'm trying to think who, and it, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't want this to become more fan service, but maybe it will because I, I know we're we're jumping ahead uh, into the second episode. But well, hey, at the ahead. end of the huh? Go ahead. Well, at the end of the first one, they're like, "Oh, I know a guy on this planet," and I didn't catch the planet. And it, I, for me, it's hard to remember unless it's like Tatooine. Then they said J19 was the planet. Okay. Whatever that is. Right, exactly. So you don't know what they're talking about. And then when they get there, it's the clone trooper from Clone Wars that's hiding. So I, I thought maybe they were already going to bring the uh, sharpshooter in for Mandalorian. Oh, wait. Uh, this was in cut. I think the clone was cut. Okay. I think that's the name because it was cut and sew. Sue. Right. So, I mean, that's like cut and sew. Right. But I think uh, was was cut in another episode of the Clone Wars. There was a, I don't remember if it's from Clone Wars or I don't remember where it's from, but it's got to be Clone Wars because it's too, uh, or hell, it might have been Rebels, but it doesn't make sense if it's from Rebels because no, he would, he so. would already moved. Yeah. Uh, but his, I remember him from something. And I'm assuming it's Clone Wars. Okay. Cool. I like, I like the interconnectivity. Right. I don't know if and, it's fan service. I think they're just, I don't think that's fan service. It's it's par- serving part of the story. They're trying to figure out what's going on, and they know one ally. Right. And then he even threw in that, oh, Rex was here yesterday. Yeah, I like that a lot, too, personally. I, I like how all these clones are just trying to figure out what the next step is, and they go to this one friend that they had who's Cut. Okay. be interesting if you were next to Cut, and he says, execute Order 66, does he flip? Or is that something that only is activated through the Emperor's voice? Huh. Or did just, he already? Or did he pull? Well, no, because they didn't. Did they know about the inhibitor no. chips at the time? So no, that was late in the Clone Wars that they figured that out and they take it out of Rex. Right. It's interesting. Yeah. I I did like, I did like the first one. I thought that was stellar. Um, the second one, I, like you said, kind of felt like filler. We're just trying to, we're we're trying to establish Hunter's commitment to Omega. Right. And that's what happens in the end, that we're family. And that's Star Wars is family, so they're starting to form a family. Right. And that sort of has always been Dave Filoni's M.O. because he, he did it in Clone Wars, he did it in Mandalorian, he did it in Rebels, where yep. you have like one really awesome episode and then you got a, a filler quote-unquote episode and then you'll have like two or three awesome episodes. So, it, you know, it, 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 that's what they do. Yeah, it's very close to um, the Mandalorian, like you're saying, you're hinting at. I did think it was... Uh, interesting that the first episode was almost dead you know started off just like clone wars and then the second episode there was no announcer or anything yes yes absolutely 
I made note of that too, but um, yeah, it was interesting that, like you saying, the narrator wasn't, it was just like, we're picking up with the Clone Wars and then execute Order 66 and the whole show changes. Right. Um, I, I just said what you said. So if you yeah, well, but you said it in a different way and you didn't think about it. And I didn't even think about it because, yeah, it is. As soon as I uh, uh, order 66, it's a different show. Yeah. But it, I liked how the opening starts with the Clone Wars logo and burns away to the Bad Batch logo. And it's just like this is a continuation, but this is now focusing on the Bad Batch. I did like the animation, um, but it did feel cheaper. It felt the, like the animation was more in line with you know the animation felt like it was more in line with um clone wars but the 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 coloring was closer to rebels where it was more texturized if you could see like the uh brush strokes on the characters mm. it wasn't as rich i think as the clone wars so again disney cutting costs right but i hey it was better than animation than uh resistance yeah the cell stuff which i'm not a fan of Right. Except, except if it's the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. So I mean, yeah, it, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. Where did you hear 16 episodes on this? Um, it's floating out there on the internet. That's amazing to have 16 yeah. episodes of this. Or what were they running in Clone Wars? I think it was a full season of like 20, 23. Okay, well then maybe I'm just thinking. I'm so used to seeing the live action stuff with yeah. the Mandalorian, where you yeah. get eight episodes that 16 of this is like holy crap this is going to be awesome yeah i like seeing the wild nexu from episode two attack that of the clones I thought was cool i like seeing the green snaggletooth yeah there's definitely some there's some good easter eggs in it i thought uh yeah and when i when I meant fan service it would have been you know as far as them going back to that guy i i just don't want it to be like all of a sudden here's luke and there's right you don't want the greatest yeah. hits and yeah the, if they're gonna do fan service, pull some stuff out the out the back, pull some stuff out the EU, stuff that we hadn't seen before. That's what I want to see. Yeah, Filoni seems to. I mean, yeah, they seem to be pulling from what has been done before with the Mandalorian. I don't know. Yeah, let's let's try to get some new ground here. I guess is what you're trying to say, and I think I'm saying it too. Right. I mean, it'd be it'd be cool if we saw. Well, no, because Ahsoka would be old at the time. Uh, yeah, I'm getting my time. Uh, time frame screwed up because this is after clone wars and ahsoka disappeared so yeah you're not going to see her no i think yeah i think this is going to be a ahsoka free show i wonder they'll they'll may mention her but hell i wonder it'd be cool if they ran in the wrecks and stuff at the end it's going to be set up i think it's going to be fun it'll be a fun show it'll be a good way to to kill a half an hour uh because they mention rex i would assume rex is coming back some point right that's my guess so um, it, and then I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the Hunter Crosshair uh, yeah. arc. And it yeah, was, I gonna... did go ahead. No, go. No, I did like the fact that Crosshair, as soon as he changes to the emperor, to the, to the, to serve the emperor, he has a whole new uniform, which is black. And it's just a badass looking, you know, just black and gray, you know, no red, no highlights on it. I thought that his new uniform was pretty awesome looking. I didn't pick up on that. Well, maybe I need to rewatch it. Maybe it just seemed to, to me it. like it was a different outfit. So he was more like, he, I'm, I'm special, but now I'm with the bad guys. Yep. Yeah. 
and then yeah he's probably going to get a specialized team to go hunt the bad batch and find omega and i wonder if he learns that omega is force sensitive and he's just like we've got to follow the orders an order is an order we have to kill all of them and that includes omega right and Hunter will probably save, sacrifice his life to save Omega, and she lives happily ever after on Tatooine. Right, as Luke's <laughs> girlfriend. Right. <laughs> and then she becomes Mara Jade. Now, if she had red hair, that would be the total giveaway. But She dies at red. Yeah. <laughs> I die at blonde, but I'm really a redhead. Oh, Jesus. I, um, I liked at the end of episode two how Wrecker, who's, again, my favorite, was pumping iron with the gong droid <laughs> that was great that was a I'm great like, easter egg where, where did the gong droid come from <laughs> and how awesome is it that he's using it to do some curls wrecker's <laughs> my favorite he's a really cool character um, he's a bull in a china shop yeah i they've all got different personalities i kind of feel bad for um echo because all the crap he went through but you know, then again, he's got all these enhancements. I did love the fact. Did you hear the fact? Yeah. That where he goes, you're more man or more machine than man. I yep. thought that was a cool throwback to yep. call back to uh, episode one or episode four, rather. Yeah. Tying in original Star Wars. Yeah, I love that. I love that he's got the Lobot thing around his head too. Yeah. Which means that he could probably be controlled at some point by crosshairs or something. We finally lose Echo. Oh man. I don't know. I don't think that I think it's from what I can tell from those, it's not really I mean, I guess you could control them, but it's just sort of a, a enhancement to where you're now part of a computer versus being more of a control. Right. Yeah. So now you've got a computer on your head. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think we're you know, I hope we it, I don't know. Part of me, if we're going to do fan service, don't make it like, hey, we're doing fan service. Kind of like make it hidden. And if we see Obi-Wan or we see Luke to where it's, you know, well, we're not going to see Luke because he's a baby. Right. I don't want to see Luke. I don't want to see Obi-Wan and Anakin. Although, did you see Matt Lautner? Lautner said he's not done as Anakin. Yeah. He's working on something. I don't think it would be this because he's obviously Darth Vader by the time that this happens. Right. It'll be interesting to see if we see Darth Vader. I, they're, I, they're, you're gonna see. I have a feeling you're gonna see Darth Vader eventually in this because we've already seen the Emperor, we've seen Tarkin. Uh, you know, Darth Vader's right around the corner. Or maybe he was using the bathroom when the Emperor was making his announcement. <laughs> Where was he? Do we see? No, he was on Mustafar. Okay. You need to watch episode three against her. I do. It, I've put him away, and I need to. I need to rewatch him. No, was it? He's on Mustafar. Okay. He was he was destroying the separatist. Gotcha. Around the time that um the emperor was claiming victory. Yeah, Which, I've kind of forgot. Ever... I, I I've kind of forgotten about the se- the prequels, but yes, I I probably with everything going on. It, actually, when I rewatched Clone Wars, or when I watched Clone Wars, it made me want to go. As soon as I was done with Clone Wars, it made me want to go dig out uh, Revenge of the Sith. Did you ever read uh, Darth Plagueis? No. That was an amazing book. I probably got it because at a point I was just buying books in bulk just yeah. to buy them. Yeah, spoiler so I, spoiler alert. There, it ties into episodes one, two, and three really, really well. 
it explores the dark side it explores it kind of explains how padme dies in a way mm-hmm. if you put two and two together but basically the emperor and this is not canon anymore so this book came out and then disney's like we're erasing all that and i'm like well can you just keep this one <laughs> this one you just released two months ago was awesome um but basically the emperor was an apprentice right up until the part where he declares the galactic empire and that's when he kills his master plot twist hello his master hey i'm here i'm here i'm listening i'm just trying to think what to say and his master was darth plagueis darth plagueis yeah it was it's awesome it's a good book so if anybody's looking for a book from legends to read i don't know if darth plague darth plagueis doesn't get the love that it deserves i thought it was a really really well done dark side book yeah well, any of the le- well, there's some bad legends books, but they're all good. It's all fun. It's Star Wars. Yeah, but that writer, he also wrote the Tarkin one. He's, he's his name is escaping my mind, and he's a really good writer mm. when it comes to Star Wars. But um, just wanted to thank Rock and Rico for the iTunes review. Yes, appreciate the love. It seems, and, and now I don't know if you've noticed, but everything's climbing. So thank you. Thank you We're for hitting hundred. We're yeah. starting to yeah, we're starting to hit a hundred on everything. We have a shirt on uh what's it, T Public? T Public, it is on the uh, Facebook page. So look it up. It's kind of hard to find when you look it up on T Public because you have to put to, to to simplify it, enter in Smuggler's Galaxy, a Star Wars podcast or Smuggler's Galaxy podcast, and you'll eventually see it. Uh, but our you can look us up on the Facebook page and it's I've got a link on it. We actually sold one. I I didn't buy it. Did you buy it? Okay. I yes. I bought it. <laughs> well, there you go. There went my excitement. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so thanks, Jason, for buying the t-shirt. Yeah, it's my design. <laughs> Damn it. It's pretty narcissistic of me. But yeah, I got it. And then uh the magnets have been shipped, so I have magnets coming. I'm excited about that. Yeah, we'll have some swag. Yeah, swag. I'll be passing that out. Yeah, have you been just speaking of? Have you been getting like a bunch of friend requests all of a sudden? No, that's Facebook? just you. Okay. I don't know what the hell I did, but all of a sudden I'm having like two or three face friend requests like a day, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to request it because it'll be good for the podcast. You'll have to see my podcast post <laughs> <laughs> and maybe listen to a podcast. But dude, it, it's working. I think that's how we got up to over a hundred on the last one. Nice. Where are we at? We're at 103 on the last episode. Nice. So, and you 99 be- on the other one so i got better my voice kind of stopped coughing and wheezing and all that stuff from my relaxing cigar last night so right. yeah i have a cigar that i bought one a few weeks ago and i bought two and i've got one i gotta smoke yeah after this past week i was like you know what i deserve to sit out back enjoy some whiskey in the <laughs> quiet no kids bugging me i don't have to race to a hospital or dude you've had a hell of a week man yeah but, you know, my mother-in-law was here to help us. I got my mom coming down in two weeks, so I had to figure out our schedule for recording. You're going to be gone Memorial Day, right? Yeah, I'll be out of town Memorial Day. Is she going to be? Well, it's, yeah, right, Memorial Day time, so maybe we'll take a week off or record a week early or early or something. I think recording a week early. I like doing those double episodes. I like having something every week. Yeah, I do too. Because when a podcast takes a week off, it, like, throws me off. So out of respect to the to listeners, 
Like if I have a favorite podcast and they take a week off, I'm like, come on. <laughs> what happened? Why? Well, yeah. Well, my week's thrown off. I have <laughs> hobbit habits. Hobbits. I have habits. <laughs> so, yeah, if we can record a double episode at some point, we'll have to figure out what we're talking about. Or maybe we'll do some interviews. Yeah, we do have a uh, we're trying to get a couple of the guys, a couple of guys we know that are doing uh, retail and, you know, have stores and have storefronts and stuff to to get their thoughts and on uh on the market on the market and how how fun it is to have a star wars store and how to turn a hobby into a business so that should be fun yeah we gotta figure that out yeah if uh you guys got any questions email us at smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com i want to thank uh levi waterhouse for doing our our intro and outro music and i want to thank jason tk for doing our logos and i have to say looking at that logo compared to other logos ours that looks fabulous it looks professional yeah so if you need any uh any graphic design look him up on uh, facebook jason tk sparrow he uh he's he's looking for some uh, work so and he does good work he does all right i think that's it jason okay this is the mother's way yes happy mother's day moms (laughs) all right well my thing died there we what go. died? Oh, did you mouse. lose it? No, oh. <laughs> my mouse died. <laughs> it's, it's a but the computer died. Oh, that's still. Dude, that's my fear. Is losing this thing. Mm-hmm.